Welcome to Revelation Warning, a weekly podcast hosted by Pastor Robert Thibodeau as he interviews prophecy experts from around the world as we discuss current events in relation to Bible prophecy. All of this is to give the world a final Revelation Warning. Now, here is your host with this week's guest, Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Revelation Warning Podcast. We are so blessed that you're joining us here today. You know, with all that has been happening in the world, and especially here in the United States recently, some are wondering if all this points to the biblical end times as depicted in the Bible. In fact, in the book of Daniel, he's told to shut up these words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many will run to and fro and knowledge will increase. My guest today is a frequent guest in our program. I always look forward to Dr. Richard Ruling's appearances as his knowledge on a variety of topics always speaks directly to the things we see happening all around us. From the COVID virus to eating healthy instead of taking toxic medications, from signs of the times to warnings from the Bible, Dr. Ruling has proven himself to be an expert that we can turn to for a wealth of information. He is releasing a new book right now, Megaquake 2023 that goes into great detail on why we are now entering the last days before the return of Jesus. But he goes a lot deeper than just saying we're in the last days. He's sharing a wealth of information, all with the purpose for you to give God and Jesus another chance. Amen. Help me welcome to the program our good friend, Dr. Richard Ruling. Dr. Ruling, I look forward to these interviews Every time you come on the program, I mean, you you just bless us with a, a chance to open our eyes to what's truly happening around us, not just seeing things through the government prism of what they want us to see. Praise God. Uh, so I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to come back on the program today. Well, it's a it's mutual. You know, it's more blessed to give than receive, and you afford me the blessing of, of giving and sharing. And uh, I, I believe that our topic today is so important because you're starting the theme of resole- Re- uh, Revelation, which Christ said, blessed is he who reads and understands yeah. these words, you know. And so really even huge stuff in the first chapter that is often blown past. And uh, I just uh, thank you, and God bless you and your ministry. Uh, kingdom is really what's coming, and yeah. the crossroads is where we're standing. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so it's our choice. God gives us everybody a choice, yeah. and, it, and, and we're about to start it all uh, for the apocalypse for the end time. Yep. Um, Amen. So thank you uh, for this opportunity. Um, I want to, uh, and uh, did we have prayer already for the, the group? Let's, uh, shall we let's, pray just heavenly We pray Father for ourselves, and, but let's pray for the group, okay. yeah. Amen, yes. Bless each heart and hearer. Uh, we all want to see your, your light, your truth, and help. Uh, we pray for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for this time together, and we ask you to do exceeding abundantly for Christ's sake, in amen. his name. Amen. Amen, amen. Now, last time you were on, we discussed, you know, the 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 content of the book a little bit because it, it wasn't quite ready to release, but the information was just so valuable. You know, we we talked about you know the coming earthquakes and and how they'll be increasing in frequency and intensity. Have you discovered through your research any further information on these earthquakes that will start to literally shake the world? 
Well, I, the, the, the mind-blowing thing about this, and I have one little, uh, I hate to call my book in chapters because they're just, you know, two or three pages or one or two pages uh, topics on. Topic, but yeah. uh, one of those topics is how four ways that the earthquake is encoded in Revelation. Mm. So that uh, we, we, we some, you know, if it's encoded four ways, it's like uh, Proverbs 25.2 says, It is the glory of God to conceal a, a thing, and it is the honor of kings to search out a matter. And we can be kings, and but we need to search out and see, sure enough, how uh, the earthquake is encoded four ways. So it's a bigger deal than we've ever thought. And it's not mm. just many, many earthquakes all over. It is going to be one big earthquake. Mm. Uh, I, I, I don't, I'm not denying the fact that there are, there's a crescendo of earthquakes around the world. Uh, but uh, I'm saying, uh, I'm seeing and want to share with you how it is encoded so that uh, because they the, the four different ways it's encoded reflect four different people groups or things. Uh, for example, right in the very first chapter in verse uh, 10, it says, uh, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. Mm -hmm. This is the basis of what scholars recognize as the rule of first use that where a word or phrase is first found, it often has a meaning or context uh, for end time because Christ is first and last, and he is the word, and he's consistent. And so uh, uh, if you go to where a word is first found, now we just said uh, uh, he heard a voice as of a trumpet. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, if I would love to ask your uh, listeners if they knew where the word trumpet is first found in the Bible. But uh, I'll share it with you. <laughs> Don't leave it a mystery. It is Exodus 19, when God came down on the mountain of Sinai, and uh, the mountain shook, that's the earthquake, and the trumpet mm. waxed louder and louder, and the people were afraid. Yeah. It was, I think, a mini-judgment day. Christ, uh, God mm -hmm. had the law, you know, the Ten Commandments, uh, confrontation with God and his law, uh, mini-judgment day, mountain shaking, and trumpet waxing louder. Okay, so uh, there's an encoded earthquake in, in that uh, voice of a great trumpet, and it startled John. He turned to yeah. look, you know. Uh, so uh, that's... that's uh, uh, that's the first use, and, and, and if we get the idea that we're approaching a time of judgment in the world, a uh, favorite author of mine says it is court week, you know, and the decision on each case will be final. Mm -hmm. You know, we tend to sit on the fence. This is human nature. Uh, lukewarm, you know, we, we go, but, but God wants us hot or cold. You can, right. He doesn't want us in between. And so <laughs> it's, that's the idea of opportunity for us coming soon. And uh, so we'll look at these. Uh, uh, we've just na named one of the ways that the earthquake is encoded. Um, five verses later, uh, I believe it is, yes, and it's, um, it says uh, there's a, the voice as the sound of many waters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, this is, uh, if you were to, now this I'm going to suggest to you is the call to be prophets. Okay. Because Isaiah was called to be a prophet in, in the Isaiah 6 chapter, uh, it was in the context of an earthquake that he was called. Mm. And uh, if you, the verse right immediately before Isaiah 6 is uh, uh, chapter 5, and I forget which verse it is, but it's the, it's the last verse of chapter 5. There is a roaring of lions and a roaring of sea. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. 
So a roar, roaring of the sea, in that context, Isaiah was called, in fact, in verse 4, it says, the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. Right. Yeah. Well, if the doorpost moved, it's an earthquake. <laughs> and I can prove it further. Uh, that first verse of that chapter talks about in the year that Uzziah, King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord. Well, if you go to Zechariah 14, verse 5, it says, uh, uh, you will flee as you fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah. Mm. So same king and it's clearly stating in Zechariah 14, verse 5, that there was an earthquake and people fled. Okay, so uh, I, I basically, uh, it, it, but Isaiah was called in that context. Uh, he, uh, he heard them talking, who, who will go for us? And Isaiah says, yeah. here am I, send me. You know, And God put a, a coal of fire on his lips and so on. So uh, uh, this is a different people group than uh, just judgment for everybody. It is a call to be prophets. And I believe, uh, from my perspective, uh, this is an overview of the book of Revelation. But if you go to Revelation 11, when it says, Rise, measure the temple, God says, I'm going to give power to my two witnesses. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're the two olive trees, which represent Old and New Testament. But it says in verse 6, they have the power to shut the heavens and turn water to blood. Yeah. Well, Elijah shut the heavens, and Moses turned water to blood. Yeah. So, Amen. and they were they were, they were both Amen. prophets. Amen. You know? Amen. So, a call a call to be prophets uh, is supporting what we read in the in the very first chapter. You see, so we can be there, uh, and, and the key is the knock. Uh, oh, uh, I gave it away. The third <laughs> the third way it's encoded <laughs> is in Revelation three twenty. Uh, I stand at the door and knock, knock. Yeah. And, and we think, gentle Jesus, he's always knocking, always knocking. Well, yes, that's true. It's a good meaning. We love that meaning. But uh, Revelation is also how things end. And the church where he knocked, uh, Laodicea, a city in, in Greece, ended in an earthquake that destroyed the city. Mm -hmm. So serious knock. Uh, it wasn't just gentle Jesus at that point, you know. And so uh, my point is that, that uh, uh, that's uh, uh, another focus, and I believe that there's going to be many churches um, in Matthew 24, verse 43. Uh, it, it's talking about clues for uh, the end times, and it says the goodman, if he'd have known, he would have watched right. and not suffered his house to be broken by the thief. Mm -hmm. Well, there are three thief texts in the Bible and three uh, uh, times for watching, uh, we are protected by watching, okay? And uh, the point is that uh, we need to understand when that uh, can be expected. The word watch is translated from the word Gregorio, meaning to be awake. Right. And we can't be awake every night. It, mm -hmm. would, it would really be unfair, as, as, as much as we love the Lord, I think it would be unfair if he asked us to be awake every night, you know. <laughs> you know. But the clue is that uh, Passover was the only time in the year that it was commanded to be awake. They, uh, they were to eat the Passover lamb and leave nothing till morning in Egypt. Mm -hmm. That was the first Passover. Mm -hmm. And when Christ faced his last night, he said, watch right. with me. Could you not watch one hour? Yeah. You know? yeah. So uh, that, that, that's the context. And uh, Luke's wedding parable has triple Passover imagery. Uh, in the wedding parable of Luke 12, uh, in uh, verse 35, it says, have your loins girded? Well, this rule of first use, again, brings us to uh, Egypt, 
they had their loins girded, ready to leave Egypt. Yep, okay. Yep. Okay. So rule of first use, Passover time in Egypt then. And then when uh, he says, um, um, be ready when I come and knock, that you open immediately. Uh, Blessed are those servants whom his Lord finds watching. Mm-hmm. Well, I already said that watching was only done at Passover time for everybody, commanded. Yeah. And, and then the very the next phrase is, he will, uh, blessed is that servant whom this Lord finds watching. He will gird himself, make them sit down to eat and serve them. Well, that's what he did at the Last Supper on the right. eve of Passover. Right. So, uh, is there? There's. There's. If we really take it, it's not. There's bad translation to say no man knows the day or hour. No, you can't know, won't know, never know. That goes against Scripture in Amos 3, 7, where God says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he reveals his secret to his servants. Amen. And, I, I, you know, the, the Bible servants are prophets, and, and they've revealed it to us. You know, and so, and also teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. If we can't know, won't know, never know, uh, we can't number the days, but we need to know, I think. Mm. So that's that's it, uh, and there's more on this later. But anyway, yeah, uh, there's an important modification for which they need to get my book. Okay, <laughs> it's a 9/11 modification. Uh, that's a different Passover timing, but um, and in number, I'll just give. <laughs> might as well explain it. Uh, <laughs> if people can't remember everything anyway. They'll want to get the book. But uh, <clears throat> 9/11. Every American knows 9/11 if you were over 30 years of age uh, in 201. But, I mean, over 10, if you're, anybody over 30 today uh, knows that, that 9-11 right. was a big deal. But it's Numbers 9, verse 10 and 11, the book of Numbers, a provision for Passover a month later. If you took a long trip, uh, Israelites didn't travel in winter, but if they took a long trip in spring and they couldn't get back, they, uh, they were to keep it the second month. Uh, you know, uh, they weren't excused because Passover meant judgment, and you're not excused from judgment. Everybody's got to face it. <laughs> so th- that was the provision for travel, you know, and so God, uh, uh, and so that's an important, and, and it will uh, fit this. Uh, my book explains further uh, the other provision and so on, but that's, that's yeah. an example right there. Okay. Amen. Amen. So anyway, uh, so uh, we're coming to a knock. And the only other, uh, let me just say that everybody knows that I stand at the door and knock, but there's only one other place where Christ knocks in the New Testament, and it's in uh, this wedding parable for Luke, uh, Luke 12, 12. uh, 36. So it's a a wedding opportunity for us. You know, we want to be the bride of Christ, and he's going to knock. You know, for us, <laughs> and everybody will know. You know, it's not did he? You know, uh, is my dream bad or what? You know, no, it's going to be for real, <laughs> in my Amen. opinion. Okay, based on on this uh, uh, thing. So, uh, you know, what's nice so, is every time you come on, I always ask you to talk about the wedding parable because I just enjoy all of your insights into that. And here, you're telling us the the Luke twelve and the wedding parables ties right into the mega coming mega quake. I mean, this. Yes, it does. It does. And the other thing is that this Luke 12 is a mirror image with of of the uh, message to the Laodicean church. Uh, About six or seven parallels. Uh, Both of them get a knock. Both of them are to open. Both of them get a meal when they do open. You know, come. He will sup with me, and uh, you know, and so on. And the reward is the same. Um, uh, it, uh, in Revelation three twenty one, sit with me on my throne. Mm. But in Luke twelve, it's uh, he will make him ruler over all that he has. 
uh, since my name is ruling, I kind of wanted to understand <laughs> how does that happen, you know. And <laughs> it's not a it's really about 144,000, I believe, that are privileged to follow Christ wherever he goes in eternity. That's, uh, that's a huge promise. And uh, uh, they, uh, they sing the song of Moses and the Lamb. Well, I thought about this, you know, and uh, uh, in, in the, the song, the, the song of the Lamb is the 23rd Psalm. Mm. The Lord yeah. is my shepherd. Yeah. You know, the Lord, if, if you're a lamb, you would want to say, the Lord is my shepherd. Mm-hmm. You know? Amen, that's <laughs> but right. But it ends with, it ends with, and I will dwell in the house of and the, the Lord, Lord forever. forever. Yeah. So this is not living out in the country somewhere. It's, it's in the, the capital, Jerusalem, with the Lord. And whenever he goes somewhere, you get to go with him. Mm. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Now, you believe that this mega quake is going to occur in 2023, just a few months from now, right? And you have, I believe, I believe three timelines that point to that? Yes, they do. Uh, and, and I'll just give you one or two since we're short for time. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, um, my favorite author says the, the, uh, that one example is worth many precepts or teachings. And the idea is that God did not leave us without an example, and the example is the exodus from Egypt, okay? And uh, uh, Egypt, as you know, enslaved Israel, God's people, and they threw their babies in the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But America has done the same things worse. Yeah. We have enslaved most people in alcohol, tobacco, drugs, even medical care is a form of bondage when mm-hmm. you could be well if you learned to eat right, etc., and as far as the babies go, we've thrown 63 million babies in the trash yeah. since Roe yeah. v. Wade. Yeah. And the point is that the, the exodus from Egypt was a jubilee event. Um, uh, in jubilee, uh, that's Leviticus 25th chapter, uh, they were to number seven Sabbaths of years. The 50th was a jubilee. And in it, uh, they were freed from bondage and land came back to the family ownership. A man could not sell his children's inheritance forever. Uh, on a jubilee year, it would come back. He might have rented it out, you know, uh, and so on, but it wasn't. Uh, it was still their land, and he was getting money from from it or to pay his debts or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it was interesting provisions that God had, uh, and it wasn't just go to jail, go to jail, go to jail. Mm-hmm. You know, as we do in this country, and then the taxpayers have the burden of it. Right. But anyway. Uh, so the idea is, though, Jubilee was 50, and 50 years from Roe v. Wade is next year, mm. yeah. 1973 to yeah. 2023. Yeah. So uh, that's the first timeline, okay, and, and everybody gets it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we understand that. Um, I'm, I'm seeing that uh, the book of Joel, uh, sometimes uh, there's a phrase, the, the, uh, the day of the Lord, and we we uh, I have seen people, and I thought myself, what is that? Is that when he comes in the sky? Well, the book of Joel has more references to the day of the Lord. Five times it says, day of the Lord, day of the Lord. But there's no second coming that I can see in the book. Mm-hmm. So it is not when he comes in the sky. It is really, I believe, the court week, end time period of seven years that starts with the earthquake, mm. okay, when everybody will, will know that, hey, this is it. Yeah. And we see in Joel 1, verse 15, the day of the Lord is at hand, okay, uh, and, and by the way, the next chapter has the earthquake, uh, It says, it, and it says it's the day of the Lord, uh, chapter 2, Joel 2, 10 and 11, uh, there's an earthquake, day of the Lord. But uh, in, in chapter 1... Verses 3 and 4, it has four generations. It says, you tell your children 
Let them tell their children and them another generation, four. And then there are four generations of insects, cankerworm, palmerworm, locust, and caterpillar. Mm. And what each one insect eats and then leaves some, the next insect eats and leaves some until the locust leaves some and then the caterpillar eats it. It's done. There's nothing left. Mm. You know. Now, my point is that uh, on this uh, thing, if I'm talking about 2023 and you were, let me back up and say this. The, the generation in the Bible is 40 years. In Hebrews 3, 9 and 10, it says, I bore the rebellious generation 40 years in the wilderness. It, mm -hmm. it connects the 40 years to the generation. Mm -hmm. Okay, So four times 40 is 160. And if you go back from uh, next year, uh, I'm counting backwards to find out if this lines up right, mm -hmm. But uh, Lincoln gave his Emancipation Proclamation in 1863 yep. from 2023. It's exactly 160 years. It went into effect then. And the point is that it, it gave freedom to slaves. Amen. And, uh, and I believe we're seeing a rise of racial strife and mm -hmm. trouble. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the freedoms we have are going to be gone with martial law. And there's going to be racial stuff as well next year. Mm. And this fits a timeline. You know, this is the second timeline that I'm seeing. Yeah. Now, um, I, I, I can, I don't know how, let's see, we're after two already. Um, I, you know, uh, let me just say this. Uh, I, I want uh, to give my email and offer people a free copy of my book so they don't have to oh, buy wow. it. Okay. If, if they will, if they will uh, read my book and give an honest opinion and then uh, uh, write a review for for me. Uh, it will do me more good. I'd rather give them a free book, your listeners. Mm -hmm. If they will uh, uh, send me an email, I will attach the book. But later, uh, I will I will arrange for them to get a free book on Kindle. Uh, they they allow you to have five free days, mm -hmm. uh, so they can get it on Kindle. But uh, that gives them a customer. See, I'll I'll, I'll make the price zero. Okay, yeah. on Kindle. But uh, so they, they don't have to actually pay money, but they are they, their usual price will be higher. But they can write a, a customer review, and it will be uh, as a customer to Kindle. Uh, and by the way, if even if your uh, hearers do not have Kindle, I mean a, a Kindle device, I download it on my computer, and I can buy their Kindle books on my laptop and, and read them there. Amen. So you don't have to put it in a tiny little phone. So uh, <laughs> it, it's it's all free, no money. And it's a good deal if they will read my book and write a review. I'll remind them through the email they send me. I can reply to them with with the book first of all to read it. But then when I launch my book, they need to write the review and post it. You know. Whatever. What's the email so, address? Okay, my email is ruling r u h l i n g. It has an h in it, like mm -hmm. ruling yep. r u h l i n g seven at juno j u n o dot com. All so right. if they will do that. Uh, they get a free book then, and I, I, it, it covers much more than I can cover right now. Right, but right. I, um, I, I, I'm what I'm about to share with you even blows your mind. More. I don't know whether I should just talk about the wedding parable some more, or I could have a well, new thought. You want a new thought? Well, well Doctor, really, I'll tell you what, yep. uh, we're about but, out of time for this episode. Can you come back for another episode, and, and we can yep. go into a lot more detail? Okay, let's do that. Amen, okay. amen. And, and folks, I want to encourage you, take Dr. Ruling up on this opportunity to get a free copy of his book. All he's asking is that you leave him a review. Praise God. I mean, how great is that? You're getting this, this 
great information that's going to benefit you and your family going forward into this next year to prepare for everything that's about to happen. And you need to come back for the next episode because we're going to go into even more detail. As if he hasn't given us enough already, it's going to get even deeper on this. Amen. So, Dr. Ruling, really, thank you for taking the time today. I look forward to the next session that uh, we can go into even further detail. God bless you. Thank you for your ministry. And uh, I, I know it's of God. Uh, thank you. And we'll talk again. Amen. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure you drop down in the show notes, click the links right there, get in touch with Dr. Ruling, get a copy of his book, Mega Quake 2023, and be sure to come back for the next episode as we continue this discussion with Dr. Richard Ruling. Till then, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. You have been listening to Revelation Warning with Pastor Robert Thibodeau and his guest expert on Bible prophecy as it relates to current events. This podcast is not designed to invoke fear, but concern. Help us to make everyone aware that the soon return of Jesus is close at hand by clicking the like, subscribe, and then share buttons below. Share this episode with your loved ones, friends, and coworkers. For more information on our ministry, please visit podcasterforchrist.com and be sure to come back next week for another episode of Revelation Warning.